there, Steve here for Real Health. Well, don't expect a polished um, performance. Please uh, listen to the words. I hope uh, some of the ideas I do present uh, resonate to people. If not, well, I don't give a damn. But um, here it goes anyway. Today, I'm discussing why the mainstream medical complex, the mainstream healthcare complex, is failing us. How are they failing us? Uh, some would say, well, um, all the resources going into um, public um, healthcare, also into private uh, insurance, uh, health insurance companies, um, don't we expect to have some form of uh, improvement in our chronic health? But what's actually happening to our chronic um, illnesses? Um, it's it's increasing. It's skyrocketing. Um, we're to the point where we're pl um, blaming vaccines. But um, you know, there's a bigger elephant in the room. Uh, I would say. And um, and the angle that I'm coming at is, uh, you, you know, for people that have listened to the um, prior um, episodes, um, I do advocate nutrients in our in our diets. I, I believe that uh, it's nutrient deficiencies which are the transmission of illness and disease, not genes and uh, all these chronic illnesses well I'll, I'll say most of them there's only very very few which aren't reversible and curable yes that's right uh, I've seen it for myself I've um, seen testimonies um, it is known it's not as if I'm the originator of uh, this sort of content uh, it's out there, but it's not in the mainstream. And the mainstream would like to prescribe you pharmaceutical medications. Have you noticed that pharmaceutical medications are anti-this and a, bl a blocker that? Um, you know, beta blocker, uh, anti-anxiety, anti-indigestion, uh, yeah. Just the, the list can go on, okay? Um, basically, it's not a uh, uh, a cure of disease. You're just treating the sim symptoms. So your doctor is pretty much treating symptoms. He's not curing you. It's not a cure. If, for example, you've got indigestion, they give you a PPI, a... Um, omeprazole or a pentoprazole or um, whatever's out there um, that they're prescribing yeah the symptoms go away therefore you're cured right well no no you're not cured it's just masking the illness you're actually booking in uh, future chronic illness because with that example with um, indigestion tablets uh, basically um, you know the cause of indigestion is uh, not enough stomach acid not that 
acid causes indigestion. No, 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 it's not enough stomach acid. Your pH uh, is over 2.5 and um, that causes uh, digestion uh, issues, uh, leaky gut, bowel issues, um, not absorbing uh, much nutrients, which uh, down the track books you in for, um, for other chronic illnesses. Uh, musculoskeletal, heart, eye, uh, eyes, hearing, even taste, um, liver, kidneys. Um, you're looking at uh, future chronic illness. And what's happening now? Well, pretty much the last 15 years of our lives, of the average person's life, uh, to live until 75 or 80, depending where you get your stats from, Pretty much the last 15 years of our life is uh, a batch of chronic illnesses. Just, oh, but that's part of aging, right? Well, no, no, not, not at all. Um, basically, once we get to about the age of 50, and um, you know, for those that are um, familiar with my um, advocacy of a particular diet, well, I do advocate for a gluten-free diet. Also, no oils, like all oils must be ceased. Uh, no processed meats and no sugar. That's pretty much it in a, in a nutshell. Um, ceasing those foods uh, enables absorption. But with the example I'm using with uh, indigestion issues, well, your your gut health needs to um, uh, needs to be able to uh, digest to, be, to to then be able to absorb, which is the gluten and the oils part. Ceasing those processed meats and the sugars, which allows your villi to repair and um, absorb more nutrients. Because by the time we, re re we uh, reach our 50s, we're pretty much down to around, say, 8-10% absorption. And that's when we start getting the, uh, the worsening of the grey hair and the crow's feet and the hemorrhoids and the varicose veins. And, and hypertension and diabetes and uh, obesity and the list goes on. For some people, all those that I've mentioned, uh, some people have all those. Uh, what What's happening is that, uh, yeah, we're absorbing less, therefore we're nutrient deficient, leading to the chronic illnesses. Well, the doctor, your doctor will blame your choices, your diet, Yes, I've mentioned diet, but uh, the mainstream allopathic um, healthcare complex doesn't acknowledge that gluten is the culprit of um, chronic illnesses and oils and processed meats and, and sugar. And they'll prescribe you medication to, to mask the symptoms. Well, yeah, as I explained, you're, you're, you're booking, in, booking in further illnesses down the track and, um, you know, you, 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 might, um, you know, you might get hip replacement surgery, knee replacement surgery, but you haven't addressed, you know, it's cured your bad hip or your bad knee, but, it ha you know, it hasn't addressed your osteoporosis, has it? And that's a nutrient deficiency issue. Um, I could go on with a whole list, like, six or eight hundred uh, different diseases 
which are caused by nutrient deficiency. Why did I mention 600 or 800? Well, in reality, I could mention probably 150. Um, all those other hundreds um, are pretty much the same disease, but they just manifest differently with, um, with symptoms. Different symptoms, different disease. They even have diseases to differentiate between black, white, yellow, reds um, in race. Like, uh, like uh, I guess one, one example is uh, sickle, uh, sickle cell anemia in uh, the black population in the US. Uh, gee, I, I, I forget what um, the exact same illness is called in whites, but um, yeah, sorry, that's... Um, uh, I can't think of that at the moment, but um, yeah, it is one called um, uh, for 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 the white population. So we're thinking that the doctor is healing us. Um, because I advocate uh, nutrients, therefore being nourished, and um, all the chronic illnesses will pretty much uh, disappear uh, if it's done right with with the absorption with the uh, with the diet the doctor will dismiss uh, what I advocate for and um, basically you know the comeback is like you're just going to um, you know you're going to it's just you're just creating expensive urine by supplementing uh, with nutrients you can eat all um just eat well and you'll get all the nutrients uh, you need the doctor would say well most doctors at least uh, that's the most uh, absurd thing uh, that I've heard we are never again going to be achieving uh, getting nutrients from our food the nutrients that we require from our food We'll never be able to achieve that ever, ever again. Obesity, diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, stroke, Alzheimer's, musculoskeletal issues, you know, the arthritis, the osteoporosis, autoimmune diseases, the whole gamut of chronic disease will continue to climb because we are becoming more malnourished more nutrient deficient it's as simple as that oh how can you you know where are you getting this from you know what are your credentials well you know as i say in my other podcast well i can only offer you um you know that i used to be a registered nurse like i used to actually be a, up, up, up to the level of a, a clinical nurse consultant but um yeah that's that part of things and uh uh i don't have the um the fear to um for career-ending pursuits, because I don't have a career in health anymore. I'm done with that. As in the mainstream health complex, that's for sure. So I'm advocating real health. And uh, the mainstream healthcare complex is now fixated on genetics as the transmission of disease. They are so wrong that it's it's, uh, it's a joke. Um, ever since uh, Watson and Crick in 1953 uh, developed the double hel- helix uh, structure of um, of genes, 
we were fixated from that moment that um, genes, other cause of disease, uh, together with Mendel and uh, Charles Darwin. Yeah, um, no, genes, your, your genes aren't determining your chronic illness. It is the same diet, perhaps, that your family has been eating and that you're continuing to eat as an adult, and um, your same uh, predisposition to uh, to being uh, gluten intolerant. 95 to 98% of us are gluten intolerant. Oh yes, uh, tests won't show that, but we are. Um, basically, we need four stomachs to um, to tolerate uh, gluten. We certainly don't have that. Even 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 cows can't tolerate gluten, but um, you know, they're more able to. And um, so, it was uh, well established um, by um, the fifties and sixties in veterinary science that being proactive in eradicating disease was uh, the better approach in the animal industry. All captive animals um, are pretty much disease-free. No birth defects, or very, very, very few. So we've eliminated the disease, we've doubled and tripled the uh, life expectancy of, um, of captive animals. We've eliminated disease in captive animals. Maybe not your dog and cat because they're at the mercy of the owner giving them scraps and gluten and that sort of thing. They're also vertebrates. They also need uh, 100 plus nutrients. So, so if we've eradicated disease from the captive animal population, why not us humans? If we applied the, uh, the human model of healthcare to animals, we'd be paying 150 bucks for a burger. Uh, $500 for a kilo of, of mincemeat. That's what we're, why aren't we eliminating chronic disease in humans, but we can do it in animals? Uh, and if you take that sort of information to, um, to a, a journal, uh, a medical journal, or you present it to, um, to doctors or to medical schools, they'll say, yeah, that's nice, but that's animals. <laughs> oh my God. Um. That's actually, that's actually a real story, that. Um, many stories like that. But, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, my reaction with that, uh, to, to that is, um, uh, Doc, where, where do you think your pharmaceuticals are tested? Where, where do you think we get all this data from? From lab animals, you know? And you're dismissing that nutrients can cure and reverse disease? Everybody knows that um, the diabetes and obesity and muscular dystrophy, uh, multiple sclerosis and um, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, they're all genetic uh, diseases. Well, nah, 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 nah. They're all nutrient deficiencies. Okay, yes they are. I could go down the list. They're all nutrient deficiencies. They're just, uh, you know, the ones that I mentioned just come off the top of my head, but you name it, you know, Hashimoto just come to my head, yeah, that, that same, yeah. Uh, atrial fibrillation, yep. Uh, uh, carpal tunnel, yep. All uh, 
um, nutrient deficiencies. Uh, I'll be doing particular episodes on particular conditions, uh, so uh, you can request for uh, to get a go ahead uh, quickly on an episode on a particular condition condition, or you can just wait. So. And a, uh, a particular idea or statistic that came and slapped me right in the face like a wet fish was, um, it's been a while since I looked, but, uh, you know, uh, the US ranks uh, in longevity in the world for around 40 or 45th in longevity um, uh, of their population uh, out of all the countries in the world. So, you know, there's 40 um, countries that uh, live have populations that live longer than the U.S., yet the U.S. spends uh, more than the rest of the countries on healthcare combined, and they only rank 40 or 45th, or, you know, I've, I thought I saw one at 60 at, at one point, but uh, yeah, um, that's the sort of range we're looking at. So, just that alone is a indication of failure uh, by the mainstream healthcare complex to... Um, to treat the population of the US as an example. Oh, that's because, you know, people choose to eat junk food and it's all choices and genetic and this and that for all. Nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. Um, we can't really blame the obese person or the drug taker, uh, you know, with, with, with and smoking, with those particular examples, um, you know, with the obesity smoking drugs. Uh, they're also a nutrient deficiency. Um, you know, I've mentioned chromium and vanadium for obesity. Don't don't go out and get those two because it won't work. You need the whole gamut of nutrients, all 100 plus nutrients, together together with ceasing um, smoking and drugs. It's all a uh, pica behavior, uh, cravings in the in the food and the uh, drive to smoke and to take drugs uh, in those um, areas of health. That pica behavior is a um, a behavior which seeks minerals because we're deficient in minerals. Yes, the smoker and the uh, and the drug taker and the alcoholic. Well, uh, what they're doing is a very high likelihood that it's pica. They're lacking nutrients in their diet. They're reaching out to be nourished, and what that's what they reach out for. We we like to uh, reason that it's. Uh, Genetics, uh, the, their poor, tr poor choices or, or trauma or environment. But no, the big elephant in the room. You know, a tiger can probably fit in there. Um, but the big elephant in that room with the trunk, trunk swinging round, which people can't see, is nutrient deficiency. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Another thing that held back uh, medicine in treating us, one thing that pro probably improved medicine was uh, antibiotics, which they took a while to get that going. Well, it took them a, you know, one and a half de decades to uh, start using that, that in the population after World War II. It was discovered before World War II. And, uh, but what really sort of held them back was um, their disease masking, their symptom masking uh, practice. So when um, uh, 
Uh, so, okay, that's uh, antibiotics that uh, cured people for, from infections. So that was one thing. And then a decade later, it was um, corticosteroids. Um, you know, topical creams, uh, injections, uh, uh, steroid tablets, um, which treated a whole range of different disease symptoms. And, um, you know, symptoms gone equals fixed it. We, we fixed it. We, we, we fixed your rash. We fixed your pain, you know, or pain medication. That's another thing. But, um, you know, basically what um, made uh, mainstream uh, allopathic medicine lazy was antibiotics and cortical steroids and perhaps um, you know in a lagging sort of third place is uh, anti uh, pain or you know pain medications and it, it's made it's made medicine lazy there's no prevention there's just reaction the patient comes in they got a complaint there you go so ma'am here's a prescription booking in booking in later disease uh, you, you you take pain um, the five years later oh you need a hip replacement oh you got carpal tunnel yeah are you starting to get the picture so uh, that's just some of the insights uh, that I like to share um, I haven't done a specific uh, illness to um, to focus on for a while, but um, that that'll be coming next. But I just need to throw these uh, concept type um, uh, episodes in just to uh, break it up a little. Just one one more quick uh, tidbit to um, to really get you thinking. Um, cholesterol. The mainstream healthcare complex says cholesterol is bad. Well, I'm here to say that, that it's not bad. I've done a whole episode on cholesterol, but uh, this is just an insight, uh, an insight inclusion um, that, um, you know, the, the, the doctor, by saying cut down on your eggs, saturated fats, you know, uh, cream, butter, cheese, yogurt, high fat um, meats, and then give you, uh, prescribe you statin drugs, you're pretty much booking in Alzheimer's or dementia in your more senior years. Alzheimer's is a physician-called illness. Uh, sorry, <laughs> physician-caused illness. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, for about 70 years, they've got it wrong. Or more like, um, what's that, uh, 60, 70, yeah, at least 70 years, they've got it wrong. Um Crisco demonized, um, you know, through the admin, they demonized uh, cholesterol as the baddie and uh, made Crisco as the goodie. But it's Crisco, or all oils for that matter. The use of all oils, even uh, extra, extra, extra virgin, virgin, virgin olive oil, the, the goodie, no, that's bad too. Um, oils um, enable uh, trans, trans fats, um, heterocyclamines and in your in your circulatory system they're the ones that cause the atherosclerosis <laughs> in your uh, in your circulatory system uh, causing heart, heart disease stroke aneurysms uh, 
pulmonary aneurysms, all that sort of thing. And uh, and you're booking in uh, Alzheimer's with the statin drugs. So um, that's just another insight. Um, are they really helping us? Okay, here's a uh, an acknowledgement where allopathic medicine has done good. Emergency medicine. If I'm stabbed or run over, run over by a truck, uh, I'm happy with the progress that emergency medicine has done. But um, the medicine as a whole has failed us and they got no idea about chronic disease at all. And in many cases, they're 180 degrees. Um, you know, the, the firemen are at the fire, therefore the firemen caused the fire. That's what sort of uh, symptoms cause uh, process uh, deficit that, um, that the mainstream medical complex has. So I just wanted to end on uh, cholesterol if, you, if uh, people only get to listen to this episode, but um, that's just another insight that, um, really, are they really helping us? You're kidding, aren't you? You're bloody kidding. So that's it for another uh, insight or conceptual type uh, podcast. And stay tuned for specific conditions which I'll be covering. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.